Uh, and I know a lot of people don't sign, sign up for the show for uh, personal advice, but I am deleting Tinder. I'm deleting Bumble. I am deleting uh, Hinge. And I'm out. You're, you're deleting Tinder? I'm all of them. I'm done. The, the chicks with dicks thing is gotten out of hand. Okay. Now, I'm not against transitioning. Well, me personally, I'm not transitioning. We've been hey, over this. Aren't you in the second stage? No, Sam is. We've been over this. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Welcome to Cash Daddies. What's going on, readers? Episode 51. We're banking fatty. It's been a wild week. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff bouncing back. Uh, We got Mr. Sam Tripoli on a huge road trip. Uh, He's not chiming in tonight. He'll be here this week. Um, anyways, what's going on, fellow ass to ass brother Christopher Neff? How are you? I'm fucked. I'm fucked in the asshole, and it's been a rough week. Um, I don't know if I told you guys, I accidentally paid my credit card bill, um, which is $3,200. That's usually my monthly revolving number because I put it's a, a side note, I put everything on my credit card because I'm all about the miles. It's, it's kind of uh, something I wanted to tell people to do because I don't play, pay for airplane travel um, yeah. when, I, when I can avoid it. And uh, I, I put all everything on my Southwest card because I primarily fly in the Western states, uh, usually Boise, a lot of Oakland, a lot of, you know, Seattle. So it works for me. And because everything, all my bills go on that card, I'm always taking free flights. So it's something I've been meaning to get around to tell people. But in this case, uh, I, I paid my online bill and I accidentally paid AT&T UVerse, which was my DirecTV account that I dismantled a year ago. I paid them $3,300. And of course, I call my bank or I call them and they're like, well, it's already gone through. Um, you know, let's try and solve it. I get my bank, B of A, on the phone with AT&T. They're like, Mr. Neff accidentally paid you. And AT&T is like, well, we don't have any record of it. And my bank's like, well, we do. Now, this has been going on for three fucking weeks, three and a half weeks. So as a consequence, I've got $3,300 that I, I usually, you know, put to my purchases and equities or crypto if I'm feeling like a fucking retard. And um, it's, it's in the ether. I've had four hour long conversations. And I don't know if you guys know this. When you make a mistake like this, you get the bank involved. Usually they just provide a transaction number and then you get two parties talking on the same phone. They were like, um, B of A was like, well, we need your fax number so we could send it to you. And AT&T like, we don't use fax machines. And the woman at B of A was like, yeah, you do. It's industry standard. So after three fax machines, I, I personally thought those things went out with the railroad, man. I mean, not in that industry because they, that's wow. how they contact each other. So we were like, well, can we email you AT&T? And they were like, they were like, we don't accept emails. And I was like, who the fuck is running this, 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 this whole situation? What and is you, going on here? And so you were talking to, to like, you were talking to Jimmy Patel, of course, and via India. 
I mean, here's the point. What the ultimate way that I got this resolved is my bank sent me a hard copy in the mail showing that I mistakenly paid $3,200 because AT&T says we still can't find it. And then I had to go to AT&T's website, upload documentation. And then AT&T says, we'll get back to you in seven to 10 business days. And the point is they, 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 they know they have the money, mm-hmm. but they don't want to make it easy to give it back to me. So at and historically one of the worst fucking stocks in the world. It's stock a you don't want to own. You never want to own it. Well, they're dipshits for getting involved with DirecTV because that's a worthless product now with streaming and you yeah. know YouTube and Hulu. Yep. I have Hulu. AT- AT&T has literally gone in five years. It's gone from 44 down to 28. Uh, in, in 10 years, it's gone from 40. 2011, it was trading around 40. It's trading at 28. That is what we call in the industry a piece of shit or, well, a, dog with, or a dog with fleas. You know, and my problem is I keep so little in my um, checking account. I never keep more than six, seven thousand dollars in there. But because of my frequent flyer card to the veterinarian's office, which I'm pretty convinced they're going to name my own wing after me if I keep going in there, I had to sell. I had to cut. I cut uh, World Wrestling Entertainment because I was like, I need some cash. And the great thing about E-Trade is, is if I pull money out of there to cover something, I have it within 24 hours. So yeah, I treat quick. my, my yep. E-Trade account like a banking checking account. Absolutely. So, so, you know, it's been a bitch because, you know, I had to, to sell at a loss. But again, I'm not afraid. And I've told you guys this before. Uh, I cut my losers. I cut my losses on WWE at 24% loss. It was an impulse buy. I'd heard a little whisper through a friend of a friend and it didn't pan out, but that's life. You got to take care of your cats. You got to take care of your bills and it is what it is. And on a further note, um, this is just a general uh, advice. Uh, And I know a lot of people don't sign up for this show for uh, personal advice, but I am deleting Tinder. I'm deleting Bumble. I am deleting uh, Hinge. And I'm out. You're, You're deleting Tinder? I'm all of them. I'm done. The, the chicks with dicks thing is gotten out of hand. Okay. Now I'm not against transitioning. Well, me personally, I'm not transitioning. We've been hey, over you're in the second. You're, aren't you in the second stage? No, Sam is. We've been over this. My point is I'm all for transitioning, but you need to get a separate site for people that want to fuck trannies. And I just get flooded. And they're, like I said, they're, they're hard to tell you, you swipe right. And you, who knows what you're getting. So the whole point is I'm off and I'm joining tabby.com, which is a cat friendly dating website because you know I cannot what? stand women getting back to me saying, chew. here's what you cat. need. Here's what you, you need you. And I had this once I had this once you need a crazy cat lady. I'm looking who, like, who likes to laugh at everything, but more importantly can squirt. That's what you need. <laughs> You need it. She's got to have a good sense of humor. She's got to be able to tell jokes. She's got to love cats. She's got to be able to talk to you in cat language about foods. And, you know, (laughs) three in the afternoon, laugh at one of your dumb jokes and then just fire off a squirt gun against the wall. You know, maybe hit you in the forehead. Maybe not. But Howie, I know your short term cat lady. I know your short term memory is not great. So I'm going to go ahead and say it was episode 18 
You, I know I, you talked about it. About the, I discussed dating a squirter, okay? Talked, but, and, but you know what? You missed one thing. You tried to say how, you know, the mattress was mildewy and moldy. But what you forgot to say is, look, they have shit for that. They have plastic you can put over the bed. It crinkles a little bit. Just don't move her a lot. Make her sit still when she, you know, fires off a gusher and hits you between the eyes. But That's if it's every time, you need a, a, a set of sheets for every day of the week. Because here's something that's very important to me. I like dirty, sloppy, wet sex. But what I don't like doing is sleeping in the wet spot. That has never been in my... Uh, Dude, that's why, you get, that's why you get a cat with a lot of fur. They can oh, so I'm, I'm going to use sweeters to mop up pussy juice? No, <laughs> that's not how it works, man. You no, know, there's not a lot wrong with that. The, the ASPCA oh. may have a problem with it. Okay, let me back up. There's not a long, a lot wrong with it. Tell me Last a little thing I bit. Knew, Chris. Last thing tell I me, cats, okay. Cats like fish. Tell me a cats little like bit why it's right. Tell me a little bit why that would be a good thing. I'm sure there's some nutrients in there somewhere, and it may just energize that cat, and uh, he may be thinking a little bit quicker on his feet after a spray of some tuna. Evan, you, know? you young, Evan, you young Christian warrior, you ever been with a squirter dog? <laughs> Can't say I have. I'll try it and then you will someday if you just keep your eyes open and your ears you know listening to the wall someday over the next 10 years it may be a road trip it may be Vegas but you know what you will hit one of those just like powerful hoses that just it just continues Evan it's fun one time okay I don't think it'd be fun anytime no it's it's a great experience the first time and then you're like I've done this and, you know, like like we've talked about before, if you want to roll with rubber sheets, that's what you got to get into. Yeah. OK, Plastic. With hotel Plastic. bills, hotels, they're going to send you a bill. OK. Yeah. But you know what? I, you say one time. I don't know. I think I think you try it once. The second time you pay a little more attention. The third time you try to master it. You know, I think seven to eight, maybe nine or ten times. But that's what you need, Chris. You need a crazy cat lady who laughs at all your shit, but can literally lose two gallons of liquid on, you know, a snap of a finger. That's what you need. Okay, so that's my week. What about your personal lives before we get into the hell that is um, uh, what we do around here? And any 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 personal news we need to report on your point, E? I know you were on the beach. I know. You, I, I saw that picture of you all ripped and cut. When, yeah, Evan, Evan, you, did you get some strange ass at that beach, or was that a girl you've been seeing? Tell the, the readers want to know who's that chick. No, what chick? You, the you one that looks like girl, Elliot Page. Was that, was that a second? Was that a second? Howie, Howie, that that help? was a joke. That was Elliot Page, the girl that transitioned. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, even the one Dave Sarah, Dave Sarah put together. Yeah. That was a that was a actress that used to be a woman and is now a man. Yeah, he's that not wasn't a real woman, Howie. He's not as buff. I didn't know that. I didn't know that the rack looked real to me. I was just you know, I was trying to give E a little credit because it looked like he finally pulled a little wool here on a Saturday afternoon. And uh, you are you know, talking about the meme or like my stories? No, I saw you with a picture and you had your arm around some chick in a bikini. I mean, she looked very female to me. Maybe she was hung like uh, a donkey. I don't know. Probably, probably my girl. So, all right then, quit being such a friggin' fucking. Well, no, no, Dave Sarah, Dave Sarah, loyal reader, he made a meme. No, I thought you said Dave Sarah. No, no, Spider, you said, you said, I thought you said Sarah. See, I don't know. See how it works when Debbie Downer's not here? 
It's a great joke. It lands every time. So Evan, Evan, so Evan, is this, is this the Who's Look Files chick? No, <laughs> she's not for me. It doesn't matter. This is cash okay. daddies. All right, we got a bigger question. How I did see a couple word on the street though. is word on the street is that you've got into the dope growing business. Is this true? You know, I should have brought the sample because it's been dry. I've had it drying for two days. So here's the deal. We're not exactly growing it yet. It's New York State hasn't passed the law where you can actually grow cannabis. What you can grow now is CBD, which the seeds are expensive as shit. They're a dollar each. So I'm on the Silk Road. We're doing some research with uh, the University of Cornell, Ivy League school. And this weekend, we had to take some soil samples throughout a 200-yard radius. We got to send it to Cornell. And they have to see whether it's feasible to grow the CBD uh, out of the ground or actually use a greenhouse. Now, I'm new to the farming business. My back is killing me from taking all these soil samples this weekend. Let me tell you, farming is hard fucking work. Hard work, man. I mean, just jumping over an electric fence, trying to not step into a cow pile. Keep the cattle prods out of your asshole. Dude, I know it's, it's, it's hard work. So we're in the baby stages. We're, we're in the first inning of a nine-inning ball game of possibly uh, growing a little cannabis when New York State does pass that, you know, finding a few good solid distributors. Anyone listening, feel free to DM me about that. Because we do need you're actively drug seeking on the cash daddy's podcast is what you're telling me. And I am actively doing a lot of research. You know how many of these guys are going to be showing like their submissions to the high times cannabis cup competition. You just open the floodgates for the the hydroponics. I'm all for it. Outdoor. I'm all you're going to need a whole, you're going to need a glossary to even understand what they're fucking talking about. I'm down to study because this is what university of Cornell. I talked to a couple of these dudes and they say that in the next five years, New York state will bypass California is the largest exporter of cannabis and baby. I'm just saying, I know what is the rule? We get, we get 12 plants here. I think it is that we can do whatever we want for our personal use. Is it the same deal? No, man. When they open this up, shit, are you kidding me? You're going to be, you're going to be, we're going to be growing Howie Wowie, man. We're going to be like mixing male and female. I smell a meme of the week, if you know what I mean. Howie Wowie will fucking two hits and you're headed to the moon, to the moon for real. Yeah. So, so how many acres are you going to do this on? Uh, About 130. You have 130 acres? Up in Homesick Falls, I thought the town was five acres. The town is actually spread out. Yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, you may have one tooth for every six point four miles, but <laughs> it's a spread out place, man. It's spread out. Okay. I love. It. So I love how it. how can we get in if we want to invest? Are you going to be offering uh, shares privately to us or any of our readers? Like I said, I'm in the first inning. I'm studying. I'm asking questions. I'm dropping off the soil sample tomorrow, which it's taken two days to dry. It, it had to be two cups, which is equal to one pint. I went back to my old math skills trying to figure that out. Hold on. And so it, this is all the hard farming work you're talking about, taking two cups of dirt off your property? Yeah. No, listen, man. You have to fill up a Home Depot bucket full of dirt. Then you yeah, have a five-gallon bucket, and you, you broke your to, back. Yeah, Try going down. Hey, Evan, I don't know about you, but I didn't realize that the soil and who's it falls, you go down three inches and you're hitting rock everywhere. 
It's just rock. Didn't know that. Yeah. You take a shovel, go in your backyard and try to go down a foot. It's damn hard, man. There's rock and shale all over the place. So uh, what you have to do, Chris, you have a sifter, like a, a sifter, and you got to pour that. You have to sift it so it's fine granules because that's yeah. what they test. Okay. Yeah, you learn a lot of shit with this stuff, man. I'm getting, you know, more cannabis-oriented uh, every day. But going from that in transitioning, I love that word now, transitioning. I'm not even going to use – I'm not even going to use segue anymore. I'm going to use transitioning. Um, it's the brand. But – I want to go back to both of us the last two weeks because two weeks ago I came out and Evan said, what is your pick of the week? I said, you know, I sold Airbnb at 155. It's at 130. I like it. Buy it. Well, just to let the readers know it's at 144 right now. It's gone up 14 points in two weeks. And last week I begged you guys to buy JWN, which is Nordstrom's because I got a little inside info on that company. You didn't tell us that you had inside info. I could be really careful about that. I could because I don't want any of anybody going to jail as an accessory after the fact. And the reason I bring this up is I was doing a deep dive on Molly's game. You remember Molly's game, the movie? All those cocksuckers in Hollywood were playing uh, poker, Toby McGuire, all those guys. The hedge fund guy that was the scam artist in there, Brad Ruderman. Yeah, he fucked a bunch of people out of his money. Well, now, from what I understand, they sued the poker players for winning that fucking money. And some of those guys had to pay back the victims because they were winning money from a guy that was embezzling money. So you got to it's a slippery slope is what it is because no, only if we were charging our readers, if we were charging our readers for investment advice and they sign papers, then it would be a problem. But because it's not free, we can say anything we want. That's I know that. So let's get back to A, B and B because I am holding calls and I'm thinking uh, I might be in a little trouble. It's had a huge jump, man. And I mean, if you bought it that day, I said at 130, you, you're up nicely. And truthfully, it, it looks like it's going to continue bouncing up. I think it might even go to 165 here over the next couple of weeks. Okay. So if I'm holding my 160 calls that expire in October, should I hold them? Hold them, baby. Hold them. Okay. Uh, the other company and the I talked about last week, we'll stand at Nordstrom's. I say it was at 30. Uh, I got it the next day at 31 because it jumped. It's at 3310 right now, 3310. And I begged the readers to buy it last week. I begged. That was the hardest I think I've gone in on a company in a long time because I said, look, this thing's going to jump up to 38 quickly. It did. Those are two just bangers. And you had a couple yourself, Chris. I did. You I had did. A couple, you had a couple last week that bounced nicely. There's Nordstrom's buy. And, and readers, if you want to know if it's too late to buy it, no, it's not. Jump in tomorrow. Yeah, as uh, long as you're there, E, pull up the chart on BRPHF. Um, this is obviously Novogratz's company. Um, yes. So here's yes. The thing. Can you go to the five day on it? Yeah, now that's just that's a stock that Chris liked, and I doubled down and I said, "You are right," because anything that Novogratz touches, he's a <laughs> smart dude. Uh, he, the guy knows his shit, and look where that thing's jumped. Chris, what's that up like? Ten percent. Um, I'm up, I want to say 6% for the week. Now here's the thing. It was Monday or Tuesday of last week. I bought it after it was up 13%. And I was like, fuck, am I buying it I'm too high? Still went up. And I still managed to, yeah. to, to pick up five, uh, 5% on it. And then FTRP, 
I'm probably swinging this. I was up 9% for the week. I'm going to wait and see what happens Monday morning. Okay. So yeah, it was a, it was a very good week for me. Um, so I really don't have any complaints um, from last week. I had a very, no, and, and Sam went in, we, I, he was on the phone with me and Sam went in, he bought some of the GPTC grayscale Bitcoin trust. He bought it, I think at 29 or 30, it's up to almost 35 bucks. Because the two big boys, the two the two moons, the two suns, uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Let's talk about this for a second. Bitcoin and Ethereum are both up twenty two percent in a week. Now, what is weird about this whole situation? And this is Chris said last week. He said, "Stop messing around with the little coins. Stop messing around with them." And let me tell you something. A lot of these little coins, uh, Hex is down six percent in a week. Uh, Polygon is up a little bit, I think 10%. 18. In the week? Uh, well, seven day, yeah. Is it up 18? Well, hell, okay. Yeah, the, um, some of the altcoins are doing pretty well. Um, okay, are... but they're not up like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Right. Those two Here's the Bitcoin thing. I've really narrowed, narrowed my scope on crypto and alts. I am holding Bitcoin. I am holding Ethereum. Yeah. I am holding uh, XRP because I still think it's in play long term. Uh, Matic. And the only thing that I want to add to that portfolio is Cardano. But I know myself, I don't have time to be a good stock trader and a good crypto trader. So that's why I'm putting my money in Galaxy Digital for the most part outside of those major projects that I like long term. So I'm not saying you can't trade altcoins. You can do it, uh, or even shit coins for that matter, but you need to be on the ball. You need to fucking rail up. You need to have a fucking Mountain Dew, and you need to have an empty bottle of Mountain Dew to piss in because you're not going to leave your computer. And I don't want to live my life that way. So if you do, I'm all for it, but it's extremely, extremely volatile, and it's, it's a tough, tough thing to do. So, you know, we go back around here when we talk about, you know, Sam buying Bitcoin, you have to understand one thing. And I want to make this real clear because it came up in the tether thing last week and I, there was some confusion. Sam doesn't trade Bitcoin. OK, Sam's a hodler. There's nothing wrong with hodling. I do that with many stocks. No, I own. Because like, he likes it for the long term. Exactly. And I respect that because guess who else does? Novogratz. He right. likes it for the long term. Right. And but, but the point is, you know, there was some confusion last week, I think, from people saying, you know, you guys are misinformed on Tether. You don't know what it is. There are a lot of people, I think, in the same boat because they're not trading Bitcoin. They're not trading Ethereum. They're buying and holding. So I do want to make it clear to people, you know, you don't need to know what fucking Tether is if you're a hodler. That's fine. But you should be aware that traders use Tether to move in and out on a day-to-day -day basis to swing trade these these cryptos. And the reason they do that is they don't have to pay exchange fees to move it in and out of Tether, and they don't have to pay capital gains to move it in and out of Tether. So that's the one thing I want people to understand that aren't familiar with how um, swing trading crypto works. You do need to have a stable coin to put it in and out of if you're going to swing trade it. If you're a hodler and you're just going to hold on long term, don't worry about it. But yes, you should be concerned with the fact that Tether could be a massive Ponzi scheme. And if they there was a run run on tether like there's been run on banks in the past that it could have a negative effect on the short-term price of bitcoin and ethereum i don't think it's enough to ruin it long term but you could see a 10 to 20 percent uh retracement if everybody ran on tether and i i, I want to switch gears here a little point a little bit and if i'm interrupting we can get back to what you're saying 
But a nice example of this in the stock market was with what happened to Nikola. And, you know, Nikola was going to be the next big EV play to challenge Tesla. Um, uh, fucking what's but, but I will say this, stop you. Early on, <laughs> some of the top analysts on Wall Street very early on came out and did say the stock was garbage. Okay. And here's the thing. This is when we get back to people that believe in a product and they believe in a snake oil salesman like Trevor Milton. This guy was a Mormon that sold fucking books door to door for Christ's sake. He had a shitty track record. Okay. With many startups that went to shit. Go ahead and pull the chart back up. E. I shorted the fuck. I shouldn't say shorted. I bought puts on this right around Thanksgiving of last year. Go to the six month chart. When uh, Hindenburg Research put out that very compelling, go to the year, put out that very compelling piece and exposed Nikola for the fraud they were because they rolled a truck down a fucking hill and sped up the video three times. So if you go to November, see that cliff dive in November? That's when I shorted it. And what's it done since then? It just keeps going down. And of course, last week we find out Trevor Milton's been, um, uh, uh, charged with fraud by the DOJ for perpetrating this massive fraud. And there's still people that won't believe in it. Okay. But he doesn't have the technology he claims to have. And there are still people holding this garbage stock. And I will tell you right now, if you're a, a bag holder on it, take the loss and move the fuck on. The guy is a con man. He is going to jail. Okay. It's a shit company, but this is the beauty of America you could start a company with an idea, and if there's, it's the greater fool's theory, if there's always another idiot that comes in late to buy, you're going to be able to fucking perpetrate your fraud. But he's a yeah. piece of shit. It's a, it's a bullshit company, and the stock should be at a, a dollar in a year. I yeah. watched a... Uh, I watched a YouTube video about this, about this guy, and he's just... Everything he's done has gone to shit. And he originally... this. Nicola, first of all, how are you going to make a competing company that's just the first name of the dude who... The uh, it's so lazy. That's the point. That's it's so lazy, the idea of, whoa, Tesla's doing really good. What are we going to call our company? Well, we'll use Nicholas. We'll use Tesla's first name. I mean, it's garbage. Yeah, he promised Speak to make, like, hydrogen-powered semi-trucks by, by, like, 2018. Still doesn't even have a prototype. Right. But the biggest fraud, and I know we this was going on before we started our show, is they pushed a truck down a highway in Grantsville, Utah, yeah, okay, yeah. without any power and sold it as legitimate power. I mean, it doesn't get any dirtier than that. That's some circus shit right there. Man. Scumbaggery. But this was exposed, you know, six, seven months ago, and the stock is still worth $12. It's worth yeah. nothing. Do not buy it. Don't even bother buying puts on it because the premiums, I'm, I'm not, I'm guessing I haven't looked. They've got to be sky high. You're probably not even going to make any money trying to short it, but nope. stay away. Nope. Uh, another stock that we like that we talk about all the time, uh, uh, DraftKings. It took a, re it retraced. It went from 51 down to 48 and change. Readers, it's a good time to buy that right now. It's my pick of the week. I bought I bought at 49. I've held it for a couple of weeks. I'm I'd buy going more. to add to the position. Uh, I wouldn't mind a little bit of a retracement, but I still think it's a buy at this point. It's a good buy right here. Absolutely, 100%. And we talked last week. We said last week, the one pharmaceutical stock that is breaking out, 
fucking Pfizer, man. We liked it at 38. I liked it at 39. That thing's at 42 and just taking off, man. Um, So, Howie, let me get this straight. You're going to support a company that wants to jab you three times. Is that what you're doing? 4285, absolutely, 100%. I love the company. It's got a 3.64% yield, almost a 4% yield. And if that thing goes to 50, you just crushed it, man. So Here's the thing with stocks like this. With, love with, yeah, and again, you need a lot of money to buy these stocks to make decent money. But if I'm playing Pfizer, I'm buying um, uh, out-of-the-money uh, options, uh, not very aggressive, but that's how I make money on Pfizer. Yeah, I don't. Buy, I don't hold the shares. You buy December, I don't have enough money to make money off of it. You buy December forty fives. I mean, uh, something like that. Uh, but you know, if you got money sitting in a bank account, that's a great stock to own because shit, you're making almost four percent on it. It's like it's like Verizon. Uh, it's like a lot of these stocks that we talk about, XLE, uh, the ETF, where you're going to get a solid yield. Um, one thing I found amazing is that over the past few weeks the one sector that has absolutely been crushing you never would guess this is the material sector um companies like chemical companies uh copper companies materials has been absolutely crushing it um lyondell chemicals southern copper uh, there's an etf and if you want to buy it, if you're confused, you're not sure about, you know, should I buy a DuPont or a Dow Chemical, which is part of the material sector, buy the ETF XLB. XLB. Because just about every analyst at every large firm on the street loves this sector, sector right now, the material sector. Um, it was at 89. It's down to Dexter. Was that a Freudian slip? What have you been up to in your spare time? There you go, man. Just putting slain bodies and freezing them up. But it's got a, almost a 2% yield. No, sexting. Sexting is when you sh- send dick pics to somebody. I you said dexting. No, sexting. Oh, sexting? No, I thought you said texting. No, spider. You said, <laughs> you said, you said dexting, spider. That's what you you say. Um, real quick, XLB, XLB got, man, that's fucking buy that thing. I got, I got something that I think is gonna make you come. I'm listening. There is. I'm talking to Howie. There is a, a cat new with a smooth tongue. <laughs> there is a new product out there on the market that is designed to short Kathy Wood's ARC fund. Did you hear about this? I will catch Wood, just keep going. Okay, it's going to be, uh, the ticker is going to be SARK, S-A-R-K, and it is a fund designed to short Kathy Wood's ARC. Sink the ARC, if you want, if you will. So when, this- I, when I saw the other day, that the day of, the Robin Hood H O O D I P O that she went out and bought a million in change shares. I said, you know what? She's obviously lost her fucking mind. Here's the thing. I think it's a risky as fuck play just because of the, the business being built on payment for order flow. And the fact that Congress could step in at any time and play their, 
oh, we care about the American public and all these new retail investors and we don't want them to get hurt. They could drastically change uh, the way payment forward order flow, uh, the, that business model works. Now, there are bigger powers uh, that be uh, than Robin Hood that are going to say, no, 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 no. We've been doing this for years. We're going to keep making our money. But it is an option. And I agree. I want nothing to do with Robin Hood. It's a major, major gamble. But I will say, I did notice that she also bought the dip on pins, Pinterest. And I don't know if you guys noticed, Pinterest was down 18% um, uh, after earnings. And it was mainly due to their decline in subscribers in the United States. However, their global subscription base is up. So I do see pins as a nice value play if you can get it at this price. I don't know what it's going to open up at Monday, but there are a lot of people out there that are, are, are a step up between the Gen X and the baby boomers that love Pinterest, okay? That use it nonstop, that want to- It's at 59.25. And if you look at that thing, if that thing breaks down below 57, 56, it's going right to 30. Uh, I agree. I agree. There is some risk. It needs to bounce Monday. Same thing as Tesla, man. That's my point. But if you can get in at the bounce, I mean, this could dead cat alone just from a massive fall off. It could. It's either going to, it's a 50 50. It could dead cat uh, or it could go right to 30. Like Tesla, Tesla's at 687. It's right at that resistance right here. If Tesla has a day Monday and it finishes up around seven bills, Tesla's probably going to go to 800. If Tesla does not, if it ends up a little bit down on Monday, you're looking at a possible 570, 550, 570 again. Uh, because, you know, analysts have really turned on this guy, man. And I mean, even when he came out and said, we beat earnings, we crushed earnings, this, this, and that, you didn't, you didn't get one upgrade from these guys because they're like, you know, how much of that what really was Bitcoin? How much of that is he like, is, uh, how much is uh, he cooking the books? That's the big thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and his cars have problems. They got problems. They got to compete with Ford. They got to compete with China, which is a whole just insane animal right now. Well, um, let's talk, E. Um, you, you know, we're not afraid to suck dicks around here. Okay. We made that clear. But we're also not afraid to admit our failures. And we do need to discuss Amazon. Um, because I think you might have gotten uh, some misinformation on why to recommend that stock, which is, which is, which is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick up for a everything he said about that thing was good. He just didn't know that they were gonna miss their earnings that bad. Well, but here's the thing, Ian. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't your thesis based on the fact that they were gonna start accepting Bitcoin as payment? Entirely. Yeah. And then the problem is they immediately come out within the 24 hours that that news was filtered out and saying, we are not going to do this. So I don't, but I'm with Howie. I don't think the dip has anything to do with the Bitcoin. Uh, no, it, it's, they, it's, they missed it's the earnings guy. a lot. No, no, no. They made, they hit earnings. The guidance is what's killing them. Now, to no, my the knowledge. Earnings, the earnings were shitty, man. Um, right. But they beat, they beat earnings is my point. But they not by not not even close to what the whisper earning whisper number was. They were correct, but it's not like it's not like they missed earnings. Is my point. What what's really going on with that stock is the guidance and the fact that they're not 
they're not projecting the massive amounts of growth that they had with the pandemic. Now, here's the here's the flip on this. And I don't want to sound like doom and gloom, Debbie Downer. But if we do go into another lockdown, it's going to do everything it did before and take the fuck back off. And the thing that Amazon has going for it in the long term is people learn how to use Amazon that had never used it before in the uh, pandemic. Once you know how to use it, you're going to keep using it, whether there's a pandemic or not. But well, I'm going to stop you there. I, I think the, the percentage, the odds of us going into another lockdown are about 5%. I don't I think will it's agree. Gonna, I will I agree. It's going to happen. But I will the, agree. The reason they are minuscule. The reason I got a, the biggest problem I have with Amazon right now is just that all the investments ba- banks lowered their price targets. I mean, they came out and lowered their ratings, their price targets. JP Morgan lowered it from 4,600 down to 41. That'll probably be lowered more. Um, that's my main thing. I mean, you know, as far as future earnings, future growth, when that's decreased, uh, you know, you got a problem. You know, it was down 7% in one day. Now, will it go lower? It was eight. It was eight and a half. Eight and a half percent. Now, will it go lower? Probably. Uh, will it be a good buy at some point? Absolutely. I mean, Amazon still crushes it. They, they, they still have earnings. Uh, shit, the company does everything. So it's probably going to be a good buy at some point. Here's my point. I would buy the shit out of it if it dipped anywhere below 3200 It's a powerhouse. It's not going anywhere. I think it's going to bounce Monday. Um, but man, it, it, it's an attractive price at 3,200. I think I sold it at 3,400, maybe four or five months ago it was no, it was a big beginning of January and, you know, did well on it. Again, I will preach to everybody. You've got to hold a FANG stock in your portfolio. And by FANG, I mean, Facebook, Apple, uh, Netflix, which I don't, wouldn't hold, uh, Google um, or Microsoft, you got to have one of those cornerstones in your portfolio that you just set it and forget it because they're the companies are too innovative. They're too, they're always changing and they're not going to go anywhere. So I highly recommend owning a decent bank stock. The best of the bunch, in my opinion, is Google. So um, that would be the one I would recommend if you don't hold one of them. Good company. Um, I mean, you look at Google. Oh, shit. Let's see right here. Uh, I think it's a 2500 right now. 2694. Wow. Oh, no, wait. Um, 2693. It's, higher than I thought. It's breaking out. I mean, yeah, it looks like it's going higher here. Um, yeah. Oh, and a quick side note. Um, it did come out in the news last week that Amazon is not going to mandate vaccines for their employees. Um, and I think they're smart enough to know that if they did, that would just be a, a total PR nightmare because we are seeing other major big companies saying vaccines are mandatory. Netflix has done it. Um, so that that's something you want to keep in mind when you're looking at buying these major companies right now. Uh, because obviously there is a lot of pushback to mandatory vaccines. So uh, it's something you want to keep an eye on, uh, especially if you're going to buy into a, a major company right now. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, everyone has a feeling on it. Um, you know, I personally, 
I got too much going on to give a shit whether somebody got vaxxed or somebody didn't. I really couldn't care less. Um, you do what you want, man. Whatever makes you happy. You don't. Trust I'm, the, I'm the same thing. I don't blame uh, you. You I'm, I'm vaxxed. I'm vaxxed. It's a personal choice. I have no problem if you don't want to get vaxxed. But what I don't want to do is talk about it. I don't want to argue about it. It's an individual choice. You do whatever the fuck you want. But let's leave it right there. What I am not for is for any uh, companies to demand any sort of vaccine proof for you to patronize their business. Mm -hmm. So that's the line that uh, where I'm just like, I'm not interested in doing business with you if you're going to do that. Um, but I don't think we've seen, um, I, I think we're just seeing the beginning of this happening and it's just going to create more and more division across this country and it's going to continue. That's what and, they want. Well, hey, yeah, true. you know what? I, I will lean towards... Um, uh, David Koresh's theory on this, that they do want the chaos. They do want the division. Um, but again, you got to be careful when you're buying major companies with these, when that are dropping these uh, mandate policies. Yeah, um, funny though, if you look at it, I mean, I don't see a lot of these big guys uh, with nice dividends and profitability. I don't see them mandating shit because uh, money talks, uh, and that's the bottom line. And look, you, they may lose a few soldiers. It is what it is. You know, companies like IBM, I just don't see it happening, man. I mean, you're making too many billions of dollars to mandate dick. Let me ask you this, because <clears throat> this keeps coming in. And I don't know, do we have reader questions today? We have a few. Okay. I keep getting questions about, should I buy Alibaba or not? And for those of you who don't know, it's basically the Chinese Amazon. Um, the stock has lost 30% of its value since October of last year. Um, I honestly don't know the question. I don't know how to answer the question. So I wanted to hear your opinions, um, thoughts. I think Percy Alibaba, as far as a, you know, if they continue to do what they've done the last Oh, a few years, 2017, 2016. The company is a profitable company. They, it's a good company. If you believe that China is going to drop the hammer on all these companies, regulate the shit out of them, take them over, no, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy it. If you think that's a bunch of bullshit and that China is going to like let some of these companies have free reign, and continue their development, their sales, their marketing. It's a good buy right now. 196, the stock was at 314. Yeah. So uh, that's the individual thing, man. I mean, I don't, I, I certainly wouldn't want to hold a lot of Chinese companies in my portfolio. Hell no. I mean, I, I just wouldn't. Uh, yeah, we've said it around here and I'll say it again. Watch the China hustle if you haven't seen it. Um, Power, powerful, powerful film. They just put a billionaire in jail for eight years for just speaking out. Right. Eight years. They put billionaire, billionaire. You, he can't buy his way out of that one. Yeah. Um, one more news topic I wanted to bring up. Um, Scar Joe suing Disney. Do you all hear about this? Yes. Yes. This is a good topic. Keep going. 
Well, I'm curious to know your thoughts. I mean, I guess from what I understand is, you know, she wants a release in theaters and, you know, Disney wants it to go direct to streaming. I, I, I think I'm caught up on it. And obviously it's going to affect um, her, her, her back end money. So I'm curious to see, I'm curious if this is going to be happening more with other companies like Netflix, other streamers, Amazon, people that are, you know, foregoing theatrical releases, uh, or is this just going to be nipped in the butt and everything moving forward is going to be stipulated in the contract that if this were to happen, this is what will happen to your compensation. I don't know. But I had a conversation with somebody that's been in this business for decades. And she told me that the bottom line is she doesn't have a fucking case. Nothing. She doesn't have a foot to stand on because her agent fucked up. Oh. Uh, this was an agent situation. Her agent's the one that, that, that goes over this contract and says, yay or nay. And it sounds to me like her agent was a moron. I mean, how do you not have that in the written contract that you're getting paid residuals on a, on a, I just don't see, you know, and, and also you haven't heard of a lot of other actors or actresses coming out with this problem. It I sounds mean, to me like she had a bad, she's specific problem. She had a bad agent. Didn't Netflix no, the do only, that with Chappelle? What's that? Didn't Netflix do that with Chappelle? They tried no, to. No, Netflix. Dave said, don't put my shit up. Yeah. yeah they, just took, they just took it. No, Dave said, don't put my shit up. And they, I think they listened. They, they took it down. Yes, nah. yeah. absolutely. So, no, it, because his name was on it. That that's his property. Uh, Scarlett Johansson basically left his shit up to her agent, went out and acted and was like, okay, what's going on now? How come I'm not getting paid? That's it. That, that's why you hire good agents who yeah. are ex lawyers. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, in other, and this is a somewhat of tangential comment, but I, I'm getting to the point where I just cannot deal with Hollywood. Matt Damon thought it was appropriate today to come out and say he's no longer going to use the word faggot. And I'm like, that's great, man. But do we need an announcement about this? No, we don't. And, and there's no, you don't need to bleep that out, Evan. It, it's, it's factual information we're reporting oh, here. But I guess my point is, you know, you, you say something like this and all of a sudden you've got the far left coming out saying, I knew it. I knew he was a piece of shit. Uh, he probably says the N word too at the dinner table. And then you've got people like me saying, this is personal information we don't need to hear. And it's not going to change the way we think or what we do. But it's just a ridiculous statement to put out, in my opinion. So uh, it's it, it's uh, like who who gives a shit? Exactly. Who like, fucking cares? You know, I think you're overestimating how much we care about your personal life. It's that yeah. That's just uh, to me that gives you that makes you have no respect for him at all. It's like pal, there's more important. Just you know, you got kids fucking starving and. Uh, you know, East New York, and you're coming out, you're not going to use the F word anymore, big fella, you know? Well, if Sam was here, he'd tell you he can't get, uh, he can't come unless he hears it. Oh, excuse me, that's the N word. That's yeah. the N word, everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, can I show you guys something that I want to share with our readers? Uh, a lot of you guys know that I, I dabble in the collectibles, uh, specifically um, the, uh, the trading card market, which boomed in April. Uh, just for some perspective, you had Jordan copies of Jordan Gem Mint 86 Fleer rookies. 
selling for 800,000. They've dropped back down to the four and 500,000 range now. But the National um, is the biggest card show every year. And it was in Chicago, I believe this weekend. And um, somebody, um, I follow a bunch of YouTube videos. And I'll, if you're interested, then I'll, I'll give you the links of who to follow, who kind of provides the card market report. In fact, I'll just shout them out here. If you want a great market um, recap, there's a guy on YouTube that goes by Collector Investor Dealer. And he puts out a weekly recap of the high vintage sales in the card market and then the modern vintage uh, sales. And the modern stuff is really creeping up to the vintage stuff. You know, there's LeBron rookies now that can go for half a million dollars. And then um, somebody turned me onto this site. Can you pull it up? It's called Otis. Um, and what it is, is it's basically a site to invest in pop culture items like um, Jordan sneakers. Um, you know, um, there you go. Uh, that's a LeBron James refractor rookie, uh, off the top of my head, that card is probably worth, uh, $80,000. So you can buy fractional shares of this stuff now. So instead of owning the entire card, you can own a piece of it. So it's pretty cool. Uh, especially if you don't want to deal with buying and selling, shipping and receiving product. Go, so go down to, uh, scroll down to that 2000, down at the bottom, that 2003 Topps Chrome Hobby Box. That's LeBron James's rookie year. Those boxes go for about $80,000 right now. Wow. So you can literally invest in a portion of that product. Um, so if you're into... Um, you know, if, if you've got something you want to go after green lantern, copy five or Jordan shoes or, uh, ET, you know, what do you call it? Um, Atari, uh, console, you know, uh, you have this opportunity now. I think it's really cool. So, and you could buy and sell it just like they do on predict it. So it's another thing that I think is worth investigating. If you have knowledge and information, on specific pop culture items or trading collectibles. So it's an app, you can download it. Uh, just for full disclosure, we have not been paid to endorse this. It's something I found interesting. And uh, if you wanna you know, take a trip down the rabbit hole, it's definitely worth looking at. And who knows, you might find some of this shit in your house that you didn't even know was worth anything and you can go put it on eBay and sell it. Sweet, man, sweet. Whatever. Now, listen, whatever happened, we were talking about this earlier. Are NFTs still going or are they done? They're still going, but I think the market has cooled. Um, that was like the quickest fad that I've ever seen in my entire life. That yeah. was the quickest fad. <laughs> NFTs were huge from like a Monday through like the following Wednesday. Like everybody was buying them. Here's the thing. My retirement plan is holding the first ever NFT of any podcast, which is Cash Daddies. I believe we were the first one to mint it. Zoltan made it. I yeah. spent $120 on it. I've told you guys before, we're keeping it in the family. If anything ever happens to it, I will split it up amongst us equally. Um, I've not been tracking the market well enough to know. Um, it, 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 it is a great thing to bring up and ask. Um, I would love to hear the reader's responses in the comments if you can because i have not been tracking it enough um but yeah i'm curious to know too how's the uh how's the uh cash daddy's uh crypto coming 
Well, again, this is something um, that um, the the mods put together. Um, we need to get our feedback um, from the presentation Valley of the God put uh, together for us because it's not just the NFT. It could be, or excuse me, the Cash Daddy's fun coin. It could be a number of things, but we have been working on ideas for our token. But again, what is the timing to even put something like this out? You know, with with the crazy crash of shit coins. I don't know. I want to have a project that is Cash Daddies related so our readers feel like they have a piece of ownership if they believe in us and that the product we're putting out is worth investing in. But maybe we need to prove ourselves a little bit more before we even think about doing that. I don't know. Well, let's, uh, I, think, I think once this uh, crypto market, we, we see another run, which we will. I don't know if it's happening now. Bitcoin's above 40. Uh but if it does stay there and that becomes a new support level, maybe that's when we think about doing it, man. We have the next big run. Well, in full disclosure, I did lose a bet to you and Sam. Um, I paid Sam, didn't even get a response. Thank you very much. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I did uh, offer to pay you and you're like, no, just put it on the tab. I don't yeah, deal yeah. with $100 transactions. Yes. But I had to because the last time, you know, we want to bet from uh, you. I was at the Clippers game with Sam and he's like, so when do we get paid? <laughs> like, okay. I was like, I'll cash app you right now, slick. But then we double down on the uh, the next one. Yeah, and I am holding to the bet that I made with you guys. My gut tells me you will see Bitcoin up and down, but I don't think it finishes the year at 50K. I really think there's more turmoil on the horizon before <laughs> the end of the year. That's just me personally. I could be totally wrong, but... You know, we go back to these four-year cyclical charts. I mean, I think a retracement back down below 20 is so possible. So I'm sticking yeah. to that. Um, no, I've had people ask me, do, do I want more action on it? Nope, I don't. I'm happy with the $100 I have with all three of you guys. Um, but I don't be shocked. I won't be shocked if it finishes a, at 100. But my gut tells me it's not going to finish above 50 at the end of the year. Well, Biden's also talking about raising taxes on crypto to fund the new the new industry like tax plan he's got. Well, let me ask you this. Does anybody even know how to do their taxes with fucking crypto? Because there, I would there's so many loopholes that right now where you can get around it. Um there's there's they're coming up with a new IRA. Somebody I saw this yesterday where you can put in uh, you can actually mine crypto. You can mine it within the IRA and not pay any taxes on the ordinary income or anything, which is bizarre. I don't know if it's it's they're working on it. That's all I saw. Um, well, but there's loopholes in crypto, man. There's tons of loopholes. Right. But the point is, there's no there's no government regulation to my yeah. knowledge when it yeah. comes yeah. to buying it. What's that, Evan? Yet. Correct. When it comes to buying and selling shit coins. So my point is, if I have to take a loss on, you know, pube coin or whatever the fuck Evan got me into, <laughs> I, I'm just going to write it off and say, here's the transaction. I lost the money. So the point is, there's no playbook, especially with these places that don't KYC you. So all I have is proof is a bank statement that said, you know, I transferred X amount of dollars into uh, Comfort and it didn't work out. So where, where are we going from here, IRS? But I can prove it. 
Uh, but at some point, they're going to come in. They're going to do something. Just like I think they're going to come after um, Tether. You know, Gary Gensler has mentioned it. You know, th this can't go on forever because A, people don't know how to report it. And B, the government can't tax it. Well, the government wants a piece of everything. So they're going to figure out a way to do it. So mm -hmm. my advice to anybody that has been actively trading uh, alts, shits, fucking Bitcoin maxis, you need to keep a personal record of all this because it's not going to be like Robinhood, E-Trade, Ameritrade, where they send you a, uh, a 1099 at the end of the year and say, hey, here's your gains for the year. Here's your losses. And you're going to need that, especially if they cap it at 3K a loss like they do with equities and you need to carry it over into another year. Yeah. So something to yeah. think about. Absolutely. What do we got for, uh, so let's do like a couple reader questions and then some picks of the weeks. All right. What should we invest in after maxing out our 401ks and Roths? Are the, all that is left is the normal IRAs and no tax advantage stuff. If you max out your 401k and your Roth, that is your IRA. I mean, you can't, you have a choice, either put it in your traditional IRA or a Roth. That depends on how old you are. Let me are. ask you this. Can you hold a traditional and an IRA absolutely. Or, or a Roth simultaneously? Yes, absolutely. So you could do that. Of course, but you still can't. If the max is 5,500, you can only put 2,501 and uh, oh, okay. 37 See, in I, the other. So yeah, I didn't 32. know that. So uh, get, here's my point. Once you've maxed out, start your own uh, trading account. Um, but, or, but this is a question you got to check. There, there are a lot more questions got to be asked because if a dude is saying this, if he's coming out and saying, I maxed out my 401k, I maxed out my Roth, uh, what else can I do? My first question would be like, do you want to put the money into something for retirement, which is tax deferred? Or would you rather buy stocks in trade? Because that person's either going to say, yeah, I want to start trading. I want to do some of that. Or he might say, no, man, I just want to put it somewhere for the next 25, 30 years where it just grows. They just over contribute to your IRA and don't get the tax break. There's nothing wrong with that. You can still do that. No, you can't. You, you're only allowed to put 5,500 in. That, that's tax deferrable. You could still over contribute to it. Yeah, but what this what if my point is this, if a person wants to put tax deferred money and not pay taxes on it, there's only one more vehicle he can go, one more way. And that's an annuity. That's it. Oh, okay. I see. That's the only mean. way. If he has maxed out his 401k which grows tax deferred, if he's maxed out his IRAs, whether it be a traditional or a Roth, he's putting that 55 in there and he's maxed that out, that grows tax deferred. There's only one more tax deferred vehicle. Um, and you have a choice, whether a fixed annuity or a variable annuity, it's going to grow. It's going to grow tax deferred. Um, and how much can you put in it? As much as you want. You want to put a million, you can put a million into it. It's up to you. Um, so that's what I would answer. That's how I would answer. Yeah. And my advice would be if you're at that level, first of all, congratulations, because that means you're doing something right. And then secondly, that's when I open up a private trading account. And I, I invest in blue chips, especially if I want to passively invest and not swing trade or day trade. That's when I say, okay, what, what can I do? Well, I'd go out and buy Amazon. I'd go out or and you, buy uh, Google. I'd buy, you, 
or you start a you start a uh, a, a company online, whether it's I don't care, fucking delivering something, uh, or you start a widgets company and you open up a SEP IRA where you can put thirty thousand plus in. And, and you start all that fucking extra money, you call us. Yeah, and, yeah, call us. We'll buy a racehorse. Yeah, you say we want in on uh, Cash Daddy, the racehorse. That's right. All right, so going off of that, another another person asks, I'm 32 making 50K a year looking to open an IRA. Is this still a good idea? Roth IRA? It's the, oh, that's yes. what, the Roth was made for you, man. The Roth was made for you. That's what it was made for, man. Guys making 50,000 a year. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> this next person asks, I really want to know about starting to make money from shit coins. Where can I go to start? I'll tell you right uh, now. <laughs> and this is very important. So Zoltan um, conducted a, uh, a survey through the Cash Daddy's Discord. And we had a lot of reader feedback, people saying, here's what I like about the Discord, here's what I don't. And it was overpopulated with too many crypto channels and they've since restructured everything. But the one thing that remains that will never go anywhere is the DGen channel, that's right. So that's where you're going to go to find people that are actively trading shit coins. And there's some great traders in there. Like I said, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they've taken a, a solid shit in a month. Uh, I, I don't know if they're mainlining um, Jolt Cola, but they're in there and they're doing it. And if you want to learn, go learn from those guys. They are impressive. There you go, man. Shit coins. Yep. All right. Um, next one. All right. First question, Matic. What should we do with it? Hold it. Yep. Uh, so long-term hold. One of my biggest positions. Second, what percentage do you usually take profits at? Okay. So this, I go back and forth um, depending on the product. If it's, uh, if it is a, um, an option, my target number is 20 to 35, 20 to 40%. Now that's not to say they, they don't explode bigger, but if they do, I'm still gone. And that doesn't mean matter if I'm holding uh, uh, something that I'm, that's two months out, three months out, six months out. I want that profit. I want it bagged. Now stocks are a different story because there are things that I don't take profits at all on because they're in my portfolio for long-term reasons to avoid capital gains tax. So, um, it's so tough. Again, this goes to the question that if we all knew when to take profits, we wouldn't even be on this show. But blue chippers like NVIDIA, like Apple, I don't. I, in fact, what I do is I dollar cost average into them. Options, totally different story. Howie, I don't know what your take is. I think it's pretty similar to mine. Yeah, I mean, you, I'd have to ask. It, it depends on the individual. Like, like you said, you, do you want to hold it less than the year, take a short-term gain? Do you want to hold it for over a year, take a long-term gain? How's that going to affect your tax bracket? Or, you know, is it in, or you do hold the stock in a, in a tax deferred situation like an IRA uh, or a mutual fund in a 401k? A uh, lot of questions. Um, I'd have to know your specific situation. But generally, if you're in uh, an option, what is your exit strategy? Um, if, if you're in an option, you're going to try to basically sell it as soon as possible when you see a profit. Uh, if it if you buy it and it doesn't do what you want it to do, if it starts to tank, take the loss and get the hell out. What you do not want to do is be holding a call or a put in the negative two, three, or four weeks before that thing expires. 
Uh, quick shout out here for our fallen brother. Hey, dude, do I gotta whip my dick out here? Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. Um, uh, Cause I don't think you guys hang out in the discord as much as I do, but uh, Sir Arthur Diamond Hands, um, he uh, likes to pull um, certain uh, sound clips from every show and I'm super, super grateful. Uh, so if you ever need uh, a little bit of something like this, respect me, okay? You can go into the Discord and grab yourself a uh, Sam Tripoli ringtone. Uh, uh, you could go grab yourself a Howie. It's not a word. Okay. You, you could go ahead and grab yourself um, another Tripoli. I owe you ten dollars. Okay. I have that on my ringtone right now. Um, so anyway, these are there if you ever need um, something. There's hundreds. Yeah, they're posted weekly in the memes and shit posting section. And by the way, another huge shout out to Cat Queefs 27 and Retard Sexual Blowtorch 68 um, for the dope memes. Again, I encourage anybody that's going to contribute to our channel in the Discord, create your own Twitter, create your own Instagram. Every time we put these up, we get like 20 or 30 retweets and that's your creation. I would love to be able to see you guys get that uh, recognition because the creativity in that discord is insane. Uh, there's, there's a uh, one right now. You go ahead, go to memes and shit posting. If you don't mind real quick. Yeah, I'm there. Um, do you see the one it's called the Kodiak slap by Howie Dewey? Yeah. Look at this. That's all of us just snapping our Kodiak for Christ's sake. Um, it's, <laughs> it's great shit. So again, thank you guys for doing everything you do in there. Um, all right, man, let's, uh, let's grab some picks of the week right here, baby. Um, Cause we're on a roll right now. We're on a roll. Let's start with Lil Lee. I'm going to go with square. Damn, man. Good pick. Love the company. They Love just it. acquired Afterpay from Australia for about like $26, $29 million or something. I think that's going to have a huge effect. Global. I like it. I like yeah, it. It's, a, it's if you're going to buy Square, man, now's a good price to buy it. That shit's down from like $266, $270. Yeah, Square's a, Square's a damn good company. Yeah, and just to let you know... Um, I had a note about their earnings. Um, I think there was something I read somewhere about the, the Bitcoin transactions they're taking through Cash App have just skyrocketed. It's so, a stock that I think it's a great long-term buy. I mean, if you're talking about a company that, you know, it's at 26247, that's a stock could be at $500 in a year or two. That, that's a good company. Good management too, man. Shit, they uh, they uh, sponsored the New York Knicks. So there you go. Yeah, I hold it in uh, some ETFs, um, but I uh, uh, prefer PayPal. So they're both great. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can go wrong either uh, owning either one. But again, that is something that I park in my portfolio and I say, talk to me in 10 years and let me see what you've done. I wouldn't bother swing trading it or trying to get in for a quick pop. It's a Just good buy right now. Great buy. Yep. I put it in your IRA. Great thing to buy a couple shares, toss it in your IRA, man. So Chris, what do you got this week? Um, I am looking at right now, adding to my DraftKings position. Yeah. Um, I bought it 49. 
Um, I wouldn't would would have no problem seeing it dip a little bit lower. Uh, if it does, I'm going to pounce on it. Uh, I am somewhat stuck and hamstrung right now to AT&T with the $3,300. Just so you guys know, I usually put anywhere between three to $4,000 a month into my trading portfolio. And I just don't have the cash. And then of course, um, I've got about $3,000 in bet veterinary bills that I had to pay. So I'm a little short on cash. But if I was going to buy, I would stick with BRPHF. Uh, which I'm, I bought last week. Um, if I had money, I'd probably lean into it. And because uh, you just so you guys know, when I buy something, um, and I've stated this before, I do the three bullet theory, whether it's I need to dollar cost average down, or I need to uh, lean into it and buy again. So I would, uh, I would uh, keep my eyes on BRPHF, uh, love them. And, you know, I really like coin long term. Um, I know I'm down on it since IPO, but this company, you know, they're going to keep making money no matter what. They're opening more products to trade on there. Um, I'm not going to go ahead and say buy it right now, but I am going to say I feel extremely confident in, in coin the long run. There are better plays out there. So again, I'm going to circle back to what I said earlier, and that is buy a FANG stock that is not Netflix. So I would substitute Netflix with Microsoft. So that means you're looking at Facebook. I hate the company, but it is a great company. It is a cash cow. You've got Apple. Again, I posted this a couple of weeks ago. Their sales alone on their iPod earbuds blew away like seven major companies, entire sales, just their uh, iPod. Yeah. They're going to have another product that we all need in six months to a year, whether it's a phone, whether it's a tablet, whether it's the AirPods. Um, then we move on to um, Alphabet, which is Google. Um, buy Alphabet, do not buy Netflix. I don't like Netflix. Um, and then um, Google. So pick one of those. Yeah. They're all great companies, but you should have one as a cornerstone in your portfolio. Sounds good, man. Absolutely. Can't go wrong with any of those. Um, I got, I'm going to go, I'm going to recircle back to Nordstrom's. People listen to me. I told you to buy it at 30. I bought it at 31. It's at 3310. Buy it tomorrow. Even if it's at 34, buy it. I'm telling you, they have some stuff going on where I think that stock, when their earnings come out again, that stock's going to skyrocket. You can see it at 40, 45, $50 stock. Buy more Nordstrom's. But my pick of the week, talked about it earlier, uh, materials is a sector right now. It's outperforming everyone, chemical companies, uh, certain metal companies. Don't buy individual stocks. Buy the ETF XLB. XLB is in Beaver. Uh, this, this, this is a ETF right now. Uh, it's got a lot of room to grow, pays almost, a, I think a 2% dividend, <laughs> great companies in it, stocks at around 84, uh, probably going to 90, 95 and probably a lot higher. Um, that's all I got to say. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a first for the show and I know we're, uh, we're running a little long, but uh, I just got V Femi DM me um, for um, a question for the show. And he said, 
I want to know if little E is going to paper hands Amazon after that big dip. It's going to buy more, baby. You're going to buy more. It's, it's the brand. It's a brand of excellence. It's the brand of excellence. Do you hear that? Be Femi. So, Good answer. Not Absolutely. Worried. Not worried. He's not worried. Okay. You know you um, should be. Perfect. I think we're good, right? Guys, listeners, readers, readers, readers. Thanks for listening, man. Uh, we're going to go to Lil Lee right now with his shout out. Shout out, Dallas. 